Hey everybody, welcome to Fill My Heart. My name is Drew Absher. And I'm Parker Newman. That This is the new country band jamboree. Uh, <laughs> Why are uh, you like this? <laughs> it's so obsessive, you and your fucking music. It's crazy. It really yeah. is. Like... I, I know, like, I don't even hate the music yeah. for the for the general most part. It's not even a like, I don't like the music. It's just that you're so obsessive about it. Like, <laughs> what if every episode I was just like, hmm, what's a Kanye song that I can loosely relate to this? Yeah. <laughs> I like any creative power, and I go mad with it. <laughs> yes. <laughs> you just are so obsessed with the bands, dude. <laughs> it's so funny. Anyway, uh, welcome to Fill My Heart. Yes. Um, that was what song, Parker? Ascending the Clouds by Silver Jew. Now we're definitely going to look them up on Wikipedia. Yeah. It's an American rock band, so you lied. Well, no, it says country in lo-fi. Lo-fi country. I, I look at their Wikipedia a lot for updates. Yeah, indie rock country alternative rock Americana. Yeah. They have way more like cunt, like uh, their album Tanglewood Numbers is way more country sounding. It's more like happy country, and then uh, the one before that, um, God, what's it called? Something Flight um, is like uh, uh, Sad Country, 2001 album. All right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, the people know this already. Yeah, it's I mean, everyone's redundant. very familiar yeah. with the 1989 band uh, Silver Jews. Yeah. Um, are they all Jewish? Uh, yeah, well, really what happened is that uh, Steve Malkmus and Bob Nistanovich, they kind of, like, started the band as, like, a side project, but then David Berman didn't see it that way at all, and he kind of took off with it. For yeah, the well, that part. was when he was living in Hoboken, New Jersey, with two University of Virginia friends, Steve Malkmus and Bob Nostanovich. Yeah. yeah, this is all of off course. the dome, by the yeah. way. For I'm Drew. just, and yeah, and, you know, they broke up in January of 2009 because Berman announced that via the Drag City message board that he planned to retire from music. Yeah, um, which he didn't. He then later formed Purple Mountains. Right, but that, just but that wasn't, <laughs> and, hold on, that wasn't, <laughs> trying to pull that up wasn't there. until, hold on, let me look up Purple Mountains. <laughs> <laughs> um, Should be an associated act. Yeah, well, yeah, because the Purple Mountains is an American <laughs> indie rock project formed by musicians and by, dude, and poet. He's an amazing poet, yeah. There's no such thing. He is. There's no such thing as an amazing poet. <laughs> I hate, I hate this. I really do, like. No, obviously, I'm sure David Berman is good for a poet, but there's yeah. no such thing as an amazing poet. He is. I don't no, know. Man. No, no, because people try to do this with Tupac too, where they go, "This guy's a poet," and I'm like, "This fucking sucks." Oh, really? Yes, compared to like music, poetry sucks ass. <laughs> I don't. Well, yeah, he even said that though. He said that he feels, you know, uh, he said something like, "I feel like I'm trying to fish on a frozen lake whenever I'm doing poetry, as opposed to music." What does that even mean? It's <laughs> such a poet thing to say. It doesn't make any goddamn sense. It's just you get the plausible deniability in music of lyrics not making sense because the music is backing it. You mm -hmm. know what I mean? And you feel a mood. But with poetry, dude, it all fucking sucks. Nah, I think that's, you know. Name your favorite poet that's also not a musician. Go ahead. Um, I would say probably um uh, David Berman. Yeah, he's a musician. No, he's dead now. <laughs> so he's, he's neither. Yeah, but that's my point, dude, is everyone, like, claims to love poetry, and then when you actually read it, like, if you read it, like, try oh, actually, to actually, Sylvia Plath. Really? 
No, no, right. no. I just like that. You she just like that she killed herself by putting her head <laughs> in an oven. Yeah, that and uh, yeah, <sighs> she had something about like the black dog or yeah, something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I mean, look, there's poet, poet, like there's poetry that's like passable. Mm-hmm. Like I think recently, for some reason, you and I read like that a uh, a road diverged poem or whatever mm-hmm. by Robert Frost or whatever. Yeah. It's like that's fine. I don't hate it. Like. It's just that, like, the best poetry just is like, yeah. Well, it's also ju- it's just because we're not introduced to it and we don't really know how to dissect it, you know, so it doesn't mean anything. But, I mean, like, is it really that much different from, like, symbolism in movies and stuff? Yes, because there's other stuff surrounding the symbolism. That's why poetry sucks ass. It's so, it's so singularly demented. Like, that's why I hate it, is, like, movies and stuff... Like, if you went and saw Get Out and yeah. didn't understand a second mm-hmm. of the symbolism, you would still be like, cool movie. Yeah. You know what I mean? The plot is trackable. You don't have so to So we be should cater to dumb people. No, I'm saying that the nice thing that about like other flashing images. No, <laughs> what I'm saying is that the These nice thing about... These talking pictures sure keeping me entertained. <laughs> no, <laughs> what I'm saying is that the nice thing about other art forms is that you can put messages inside of them while also having an encompassing feel to them. Yeah. But poetry, it's just like 16 stanzas, and like that's the entire... Dude, I took a class last semester where I had to write poetry. Yeah. And it's the easiest thing to do. Yeah, sure. It's it's insulting. Like, that's what I mean, is like... Uh, it, well, it, I, don't, I don't know, because I feel like, what if you say By that? the way, for the people at home, uh, Parker defending poetry this hard is bizarre to me because I've never heard him talk about poetry yeah, <laughs> ever. Well, because well, I'm defending David Berman. But yeah, it's okay to like. I don't. Kanye's done poetry. I think it fucking sucks. Yeah, totally. <laughs> like it's it's okay to be like, yeah, no, this is dumb. Yeah. But I get it. Like if you're a musician and like, it's yeah, it's not that it's lost upon me how people do it. It's like comedians trying to write books. Mm-hmm. It's like, why, man? Yeah, I get that. You get, you have the outlet already. Like, you're just doing the dumber form of this outlet. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, not that, bo- not that there's anything wrong with, like, yeah. humorists, quote unquote, whatever they want to call themselves. It's just bizarre to me. It's like you already have the outlet. Yeah, and I, I love how you're being like the school teacher in the in the wall, just poems, everybody, <laughs> poems. <laughs> Dude, I'm just saying. Like, I I've read poetry. I've tried to get an understanding for it. in that last class we had to read a poem every single week and like try to imitate it yeah and it's just it's so simple like i would just get like astounding reviews on these poems i was writing in 15 minutes mm-hmm. like my teacher would be like this is great pacing i love every and i'm like it's easy <laughs> like, yeah well, not, not, not saying that it was like a fucking advanced you know honors course at a prestigious university or something yeah. i'm just saying it's like philosophy mm-hmm Poetry and philosophy, I think, have a similar track in society. Yeah. Where it's like we've reached a point where, like, if you're just a poet or if you're just, if you call yourself a philosopher, you're just a dork. Just do something else more productive, you know? Yeah. That's how I feel about it. Hmm. Interesting. I don't, I don't like how you're tightening up. <laughs> I'm not what tightening are you, up. What are you so defensive of poetry about? <laughs> Look, I just I have some haikus out. I was going to share on the <laughs> yeah. pod. Yeah, what were you doing? Some fucking limericks? Yeah. Limerick poems are the only ones I actually enjoy. Wait, what's limericks? Limerick is like a... Uh, 
uh, what's like a good like a limerick? Do you is like just a hate Robin Williams? Is this what it's about? No. You just uh, <laughs> let me look up a limerick. Limerick. Uh, a humorous, frequently body verse of three l- long or two short lines rhyming a a b b a. So it's like Little Miss Muffet had a sat on her tuffet eating mm-hmm. her curds and whey. You know, like one of those. Like an example here. Oh. Uh, what is a limerick in poetry? You know, you'll once you hear one, you'll know it. If we have, and yeah, well, one thing's for sure: Benton's never being on this podcast. No, <laughs> I, when I was in that class, I vented to Benton frequently. Really? By the way, look at I just made a poem: vented to Benton. Yeah. That's all you got to do right there. <laughs> it's that simple, everyone. Well, I mean, uh, there was that. an old man with a beard who said. It is just as I feared. Two owls and a hen, four larks and a wren mm-hmm. have all built their nest in my beard. Yeah. Like well, that's it, I think it's just one of those easy things to fake. Those easy things to fake. You know, that's why there's so many, like, hack comics that are famous. You know, same with that. Anyway, let's get into, I guess, Ben Shapiro laughing. Um, yeah, so yesterday we have a Patreon um, there's a lot more awkward pauses on the Patreon than this episode. <laughs> um, but, uh, yeah, no, Ben Shapiro, like, a video came out of him laughing, and now everyone's saying he's like the Joker. Um, here we go. <laughs> Don't just do <laughs> it. <laughs> Innovation is a process, but, but you know, let's... <laughs> <laughs> Don't just... Oh, Jesus. Dude, yeah, it's super psychotic. Let's yeah. do it one more time. I'm going to turn it down a little bit. Do it. <laughs> Innovation is a process, but, but you know, let's. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And then there's it. there's Dude, one more that someone found. I thought my laugh was fucking weird. No, it's bizarre. He doesn't even laugh like on cue. It's weird. Yeah. This one too. It's like he can't catch his breath too. <laughs> yeah, it's weird. <laughs> Isn't it's, it bizarre, dude? <laughs> it's like I stuck my hand in like the witch in that trick or treat ball with <laughs> yeah, the witch yeah. hand. <laughs> yeah, that's exactly what it feels like. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. I just thought that was weird. And we talked about him on the Patreon yesterday about his reaction to wet ass pussy. Yeah. <clears throat> um. But yeah, what a weird fucking what a guy who laughs exactly like how you think he would laugh, <laughs> just like an evil villain. Yeah, like he's <laughs> like a he is. is a psychopath. You know. Yeah. No, it's funny that he complains about, like, uh, you know, rap music sounding terrible when he hasn't even listened to himself. (laughs) Yeah, right. Exactly. Yeah. (laughs) This look, hypothetically speaking, of course, this is not a laugh. Okay, this is not how people laugh. This is just how (laughs) psychotic people laugh. Okay. And mentally ill people, they shouldn't even have health insurance. Don't let the liberals will tell you they should. They should not. Yeah. Look, look, this is just a natural reaction to seeing pellets still in. Palestinian children get killed with tanks. Yeah, this is just this is the how bite your this nose is, makes. I don't know how people expect me to laugh, okay? Because I just see uh, transgender people being denied human rights, and that makes me happy. Yeah. I don't know what to say <laughs> about that. Um, yeah, uh, how you doing, dude? You all right? Yeah, I'm okay. I guess you know, just um, yeah, I'm tired. I slept in. You know, okay, bad idea. But yeah, not much is going on with me. What about you? Um, yeah, not much. I decided I'm going to try to get back on the diet. I'm just oh, like, nice. 
it seems like this the the gym closure is going to be longer than I expected it to. To be honest, I thought it would be like a month or so. Oh yeah, no, it's going to be a while. Yeah, I think. but I mean, I I just figured that because like, honestly, like I'm definitely not like getting into conspiracy theories, but I think it's going to be at least through the election. Oh, I think yeah, definitely. Yeah, so I'm just like whatever. Like I'll just try to like start counting calories again. You know, it's just like you don't feel good. Mm-hmm anymore you know that's how i'm at where i'm at right now is i'm just like i don't feel good about the way i look anymore yeah so it's like you know no i get that i never have though so <laughs> like yeah well i i've been both ways like you know before covid i was like l- i was like cool i'm like making good progress on myself oh nice and now it's just like when the gyms open back up i was like cool i'm feeling good about myself and now that they're closed but dude it's like 109 on Saturday. Jesus. So it's fuck. like exercising outside is not a, a, a real option. Even yeah. at nighttime or in the morning, it's still going to be hot. So I'm like, what Like what the fuck? Dude, uh, I have I go to California Family Fitness. Oh, okay. They're doing outdoor gym. Have you heard about that? No, I haven't. Dude, 10 sessions for $60. What the fuck? Yeah. That's insane. So I'm like, yeah, I'm not doing that shit. Yeah, screw that. Like I, I go to the gym 10 times in like... 15 days or something, you know, like, right. so like in a half a month, I'm going to be like a, a membership to the gym when it's open is $50 for me. Yeah. So a, a and month. that's, I can use it for as long as I want, whenever these are one hour sessions. Yeah. Ten of them. It's fucking insane. I get why they're doing it. You know, they don't want the gyms to be like overran when they're outside, but it's like, go fuck yourself. Yeah. Um, and then I had a weird thing happen this, well, like a, a, just an up and down day this morning. I, uh, I woke up, to a text message that said it was from my school yeah that said you have a message in your email mm-hmm. and that usually means like they're gonna fucking say something stupid like hey we need this information for you that's just gonna like delay my financial aid even further but i opened it and uh apparently through the cares act i got four hundred dollars so that goes into my bank account oh, tomorrow, nice. which is cool. Just free money. Awesome. You know, and this is the America Libs want. It's <laughs> just every kid who has a podcast. Get, that's why they gave it to me is I have a podcast. Right. They're like, buy merch with it. And so I was like, okay. <laughs> so I'm, we're doing mugs. We're doing magnets. We're doing poetry books. We're doing it all. <laughs> um, and then so then like later on in the day, I'm just like hanging out at home, having a good day. And then I get another uh, email from one of my professors this time. Mm-hmm. And it says, hey, everybody, sorry to let you know we had to cancel this class because of low attendant or low enrollment. So sorry. And I'm like, dude, it's like 10 days before school starts. Right. So then I go and try to, like, get other classes I need Wait, all all filled up. It's 10 days before school starts? Yeah. Oh, boy. <laughs> yeah, you did not sign up, did you? I, I messaged a counselor. I didn't oh, okay. check and see if they messaged Honestly, right. dude, if I were you, I can help you out with it. Do you want to, like, right. transfer or do you just want to get an associate's degree? Um, I don't know yet. Yeah, I mean... Probably transfer. Okay, so then I'll just... What I did was just, like, the first semester, just take, like, two classes. Yeah. Just, like, get your feet wet, get a feel for it, you know, figure out how to schedule yourself. And you can do that. You can just take any classes. Like, I'm taking, like... There's American rock music classes that yeah. you can take, like, I, history I want to take... There's this uh, songwriting class. Sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do all that. Like, um, just take whatever sounds interesting and more than likely... so. Sorry, this is mumbo jumbo. Maybe we should do off the podcast, but you need 60 credits to transfer, mm-hmm. but only like 40 of them come from gen ed classes, Right, so classes that like you need to transfer. No, exactly. So like 
like all of my classes that I took before I went back full time don't count really towards any of my gen ed, mm -hmm. but they do give me credits that I need to transfer. So like next semester, I only need to take one class. Mm -hmm. So anyway, so you can take classes you like or that are interesting and, uh, yeah, you know, but like you can't just do that, which I think is bullshit. I mean, you could. You just won't get anything for it. You right. know what I mean? Like, <laughs> you could just educate yourself, which is something that I think is totally valuable to people. Yeah. Like, do community college classes, like, if you make as much money as, like, we make, they're, like, six bucks. Whoa. Yeah. So you could just go take classes about shit that interest you. Yeah. But wrong. anyway, so then I had to drop. Uh, the class that got canceled was sports in society. Oh, yeah. So an examination of, like, athletics and how they've impacted you know society mm -hmm. and then a basic screenwriting class i had to drop those two and add american history from seven or like from like the beginning to 1885 yeah and american history 1885 to present oh shit. so instead of taking two fucking fun easy <laughs> classes i had to take two more fucking history classes yeah which Dude, sucks cock but sucks. yeah so i was like I'm like, well, I, I got $400, so <laughs> like, I'm trying to, like, look on the bright side, but I'm like, dude, this fucking blows, you know? Yeah. No, I miss going to school. I, I remember I took a fun history. I don't know. I like history, though, personally. I love it. I do, but too. not as much as screenwriting. <laughs> and and sports. But, like, the, so now the classes I'm taking are... The reason I'm bummed out, like, I love history... But I'm taking two other hard fucking classes. Mm -hmm. So now I have five classes, and four of them are hard, whereas before I was taking five classes, two of them are hard. So mm -hmm. that's kind of why I'm bummed out. Like, I'm like, fuck. But I think it'll be kind of cool to, like, look at history. In one semester, I'm going like, to look at history from, like, 1740. Yeah. And then look at history from, like, 1940. You know what I mean? Like, that'll be a fun kind of comparison there well, um well the weird thing like I, I like history and stuff but what sucks is that no one really or it depending on the teacher like some teachers just don't contextualize it or like say why it's important and yeah what's still going on from it yeah right like i like i was taught that racism just like ended after the civil rights movement it did <laughs> yeah, exactly. I've read about it. Drew was my teacher. Yeah, <laughs> it's <did>. over, baby. <laughs> but just shit like that, you know, just like because it just seems like you're re you're learning random facts for no reason. But it's really like, you know, um, like uh, how other societies have functioned, and it's crazy how similar uh, other countries are going through problems just like us. Yeah, and that's like the reason that I'm kind of, so the reason I'm taking those two classes specifically is that you have to take them at a Cal a California public university. Mm -hmm. So you have to take them. So instead of paying like $185 per class, mm -hmm. I can take them for $6 per class right now. Nice. So that's why I took them, but it sucks because like the cl the other classes that I could take were like 1900 through now. Mm -hmm. But they just don't offer it at the community colleges. Yeah. That Which, sa that sounds way more fucking interesting. A 16-week detailed look at American history from 1900 until now mm -hmm. sounds way more fun than 1885 to now. You know what I mean? Or, like, I know that that's not that big of a jump, but it's like we're going to have to go over, like, the Industrial Revolution or 1855. Yeah, you know, like, you got to go through, like, not not saying that it's not important, but, like, I got to go re-go over, like, civil... Uh, you know, like uh, the Civil War, 
Yeah. And shit. And I really just, I've read about the Civil War a bunch. Yeah. It's like we know that is about Northern aggression. Yeah. Just well, dude, it's, <laughs> I get they were fighting for states' rights. Can we move on? <laughs> um, let's get into the episode, dude. Uh, today's episode is Parker, you read one word, I'll read the next. All right. My wife is divorcing me because she is obsessed with a country music star. Nice. That was good teamwork right there. We <laughs> got our mojo back after that poetry fight earlier. <laughs> was that a fight? Yes, I'm furious at you. <laughs> um, let's um, let's take a look here. This is from November thirteenth, two thousand fifteen. That's my grandfather's birthday. Oh, nice! Happy birthday, Papa Larry! Pr- uh, retroactively, um, Papa Larry. Yeah, Papa. It's my grandma's husband. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. Have so I ever told you about that guy? No. One of the most interesting people I've ever met. Not the Reno basis. No. No, this is pop. This is that that man's ex-wife's new husband. Oh, okay, dude. That guy like was born in a town called. Whoa, Fr- <laughs> no fucking yeah, way! Man. I know. In the flesh, it's pretty crazy. Uh, wait, wait, wait. Let me get this straight. Yep. The stork didn't deliver. Yep. <laughs> you heard me, dude. In a town. In a town. In a town. Not so. Most people are from cities. Yes. That's yeah. Crazy. Or villages. Or villages. <laughs> yeah. Or countries. Yes. Um, or uh, or planes, yeah, or, or, or city states like yeah. Athens and such, yeah, um, or subcontinents. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh oh, maybe you did sign up for geography. You yeah. know all these goddamn terms. <laughs> um, no, dude, he grew up in a. He was born and raised in a town with like less than fifty people in it. Oh Jesus! Yeah, in I don't North get Dakota. That. Wow. It, and uh, when he joined the Air Force when he was seventeen. Mm-hmm. And he just bombed. No, <laughs> 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 uh, he learned how to operate uh, and fix a certain type of computer that the Air Force used. Oh, cool! And then the computer just went like completely extinct. Uh, it was, like became completely obsolete. But the Air Force, like you know, with the invention of like Microsoft and Apple and shit. Mm-hmm. But he was like ended up being like one of three people in the entire world who knew how to operate this pr- this Jesus. computer. So, dude, they paid him fucking bank to bet. come out of retirement and come operate on the computers in Colorado. Oh, so he was dude. stationed at an air force base and all he was doing for years was transferring files from this computer to like update the software on them. Basically, man, that's a sweet gig. Dude, imagine coming from a town in fuck with 58 people in North Dakota to getting paid like hundreds of thousands of dollars a year by the Air Force to work on computers. Yeah, dude. It's fucking badass. That's it's sweet. The, it's the big... And now he owns, like, several houses and just, like, lives exactly how he wants to live. It's pretty badass. I respect the fuck out of him. But anyway, happy birthday, Papa Larry. Um, we'll put that on a shirt, too. Um, <laughs> um, all right, here. Uh, my wife is divorcing me because she's obsessed with the country music star. Um, here we go. Woman is, quote in love with a country music star serves husband with divorce papers after concert. I am very in love with Kit Moore. If I could, I would love to marry him. I fell in love with him as soon as I saw him. Okay, Kit Moore in that last shot was wearing a black blazer with a tank top underneath. Yeah, he... Look at that. What a terrible outfit. Yeah, he just... With, like, weird bangs. Yeah, I don't get it, man. He doesn't really look like a country star or at least kip, what i'd imagine kip moore kip moore yeah. yeah i fell in love with him as soon as i saw him i met kip for the first time with meet and greet passes at his concert it was just 
Instant connection, love at first sight. The minute he stared into my eyes, I've never felt something so strongly in my life. She is very hot, by the way. You I, think so? I think so. I think she's like an average looking like housewife lady. Yeah. Not she's not ugly by any means. No, totally. Normally I'm not into that, but her specifically can I, I can yeah. I tell you a secret? Yeah. If you, I think if you learned how to play acoustic guitar, you could swing this lady. Because we're about to get a I look at her do. husband. <laughs> yeah, I bet. I mean, if you could convince her that you're like Kip Moore yeah. level, we're about to look at her husband, dude. Her husband might be the biggest, like, like schlob looking guy we've ever yeah. watched. <laughs> Watch. After the show, there was a very hot hug that Kip gave me. That I don't believe her. A hot what? <laughs> hug. Oh, yeah, yeah. Like after at the meet and greet. Listen yeah. to what she said. He right? hugged me all over my face. Dude, honestly, <laughs> honestly, like either A, she's lying or this guy needs to be arrested. Yeah. <laughs> Listen to how she describes this moment. Hug that Kip gave me. That was unexpected. Wasn't expecting all that hair grabbing. I what? <laughs> huh? Hair he gra- was grabbing your hair during a hug? Jesus. What? A, like that's got to be a lie or this guy needs to be in prison. Yeah, that's weird. Cord. I asked him if he could take me home. My intentions were to not leave without Kit that night, and I think he may have thought I was kidding, but I really wasn't. I have a tattoo of Kit Moore's autograph where he signed my back. It's very special to me. It's a symbol of his kindness and his passion. She I've got his fucking signature tattooed on his, her back. <laughs> so Dude, it's funny because, like, like, Without the, like, clear mental illness of thinking that he's going to marry you. Mm-hmm. Like, this sounds like just a crazy fan. Yeah, 100%. Which, like, it, without the marriage thing, we'd be like, man, this lady loves a country music star. I've never <laughs> even heard of, by the yeah, way. Yeah, I think... I don't that, know who like, the fuck Kip If it Moore's. were, like, David Gilmore or something, at least it'd be like, dude, my ex-wife, she's fucking David Gilmore now. <laughs> but now it's like, who the fuck is Kip Moore? Yeah. Um, hold on. I'm going to look up Kip Moore... Uh, let's see how many fucking <laughs> he just he has like three followers yeah. on, on Bandcamp. <laughs> he's, he's like following us on Twitter. <laughs> yeah, he's almost at a million followers. So maybe oh. we're just out of tune with this. If you know Kip Moore, send us one of your favorite songs and we'll play it on the podcast. Maybe tried to call his management. They wouldn't let me talk to anyone. <laughs> Calling his management? Being like, hi, I would like to marry Kip Moore. And they yeah. go, ma'am, please stop calling him. Ma'am, I I know that he probably impregnated you, but <laughs> yeah. we have so many lawyers. She's like, he grabbed my hair during a hug and they're like, okay, how much money to make this go away? <laughs> so like, no, but I, I want to marry him. <laughs> yeah, no, we get that, ma'am, but we need this story to go away. How much money to keep you quiet forever. <laughs> I tag him in every post on Facebook, follow everyone on Instagram, none of his. Okay, this is perfect Dr. Phil. This is only for the people at home. Uh, here is clearly her Instagram posts. Parker, can you at the top <laughs> left say what the name of the fake website Dr. Phil's team uh, came up with? <laughs> Photo book. <laughs> <laughs> and her, her handle with no at sign, just says Jenna. Just Jenna, Jenna. yeah. And I'd all of them have 47 likes. Yeah. Specifically. Oh, everyone on Instagram, none of his bandmates or managers or anyone has responded. I wrote a 12-page letter front and back. 12-page. Dear Kip, I wrote you, but you still ain't calling. <laughs> <laughs> I also sent him pictures of what I wrote on my car. I drove around for several weeks. 
Okay. <laughs> oh, God damn it, dude. Are we allowed to make fun of her? I know she's like crazy, but yeah. we're allowed to make fun yeah. of this, right? Dude, this is the douchiest thing anyone's ever done. <laughs> oh, listen to this, dude. It made me cringe the first time I heard it. And pictures of what I wrote on my car. I drove around for several weeks with Mrs. Moore on the front. Oh, my God. No, buddy. that's... Buddy. What? Marry me kit on the back. Yeah, people don't know who you're No one knows to. who the fuck you're talking about. <laughs> it doesn't even say his last name. Oh, it does say Kip Moore. But, dude, that it seems weird. It seems like you got pranked. Yeah, 100%. <laughs> it seems like someone's planning uh, like to engage like a... Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it seems like a man has proposed, proposed yeah. to his wife named Kip. <laughs> yeah, people are going to be like, be like, God damn it, these gays get married. <laughs> like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm destined to be with Kit Moore. I can't help but feel that I come off as just another crazy fan. If Kip would be willing, I will marry him and run off to Hawaii and I'll have his surfer babies. <laughs> My God. I don't know why Hawaii. Yeah. This guy's a country singer. I don't know why you would think he wants to like <laughs> live in fucking Kauai, you know? Yeah. Like it's just like God, I love living where all the natives hate me. Yeah. <laughs> I've been born in Tennessee, but you know, I think it's time for me to escape to the big island and have some <laughs> surfer babies with a lady who won't stop tagging me in photo book pictures. <laughs> <laughs> what if Dr. Phil just had an acoustic guitar and a <laughs> cowboy? <laughs> <laughs> Dr. Phil's all. Well that make gives me hope. <laughs> There's some crazy bitches out there that love me. <laughs> well, <laughs> just one little problem about Jenna's plan to marry Kip Moore. And Kip's gay. <laughs> no, that's, that's not what it is. Have those surfer babies, and that problem is, well, it's Jenna's husband, Travis. Okay, oh. first look. You get it, don't you? Yeah. Yeah. No, I get it too. I'm like, yeah. yeah I would He's clearly a folk singer. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. This guy's a poet. <laughs> um, but she says she solved that with divorce papers. It was after the second concert. Dude, this guy is the biggest douchebag in the entire world. Absolutely. So, are you Fender. seeing what I'm seeing? Yes. Okay, you are seeing. You're seeing the Fender tank top. For Fender sure. tank top. Do you uh, see the backwards hat? Yes. But here's what I want to point out. In these two pictures, he's wearing a Rolling Stones tank top. Yeah. But it's not, it's, I, I apologize. It's a cut off t shirt. He's cut off the sleeves of it. Oh, wow. Yeah. It's not even tank top. Parker, what color is his hat in this? Red. Okay. And then how about this picture? Black uh, t shirt, tightly black. fitting, red, red snapback hat. Same exact one. So that tells me one of two things. Either this guy just keeps wearing the same backwards hat on stage, which mm -hmm. is douchey. <laughs> or he's doing outfit fucking changes during his shows. <laughs> yeah, true. Because look, this is the same guitar in this yeah, picture. Yeah, the same Gretsch. Looks yeah. like a Gretsch. Yeah, it is. So he's doing like fucking wardrobe changes. <laughs> yeah, Stevie Nicks over here. Yeah, what the, who does he think he is? Hannah Montana? Wear <laughs> the same shit, dude. You're a guy singer. Yeah. You're not supposed to do that. I, every concert I've like seen, like I've seen like... Foo Fighters. Mm -hmm. Dave Grohl is just covered in sweat after the show. Oh, I bet. 
This guy's just all, I'm going to go put on a fresh new Fender shirt. Fender tank. D- d- he just when he's not playing a Fender, it's kind of weird. Yeah, but it also seems like he may have just like went to Guitar Center and bought every shirt they have. <laughs> yeah, totally. <laughs> he's just, on top, he's got like a BC Rich hat backwards. <laughs> With Kip that I knew without a doubt I wanted to divorce my husband. I'm still married to Travis. We have two children. We have two untalented children <laughs> yeah. with no country dude, music running through dude, their Dude, check blood. out Travis, her husband's fucking beard oh, on his, his wedding chin day. Line. Dude, he just has a chin strap on his fucking wedding day. Not even a strap. It's like a, it's like a fucking uh, bicycle helmet. Like, <laughs> yeah, it's, yeah. It's, so yeah. it's like a thin, it's it's almost like the barber just put a, a piece of a, like, uh, <laughs> goddamn it, dental floss on his face. Yeah. And just shaved <laughs> around it. Dude, it, yeah, it looks like... Dude, he's growing a hair like Chaz Bono. <laughs> yeah. Dude, he has, like... It looks like he has an invisible party hat. Like, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and also, his haircut is, like, not fresh either. Yeah, it's, it's a trend. When I say fresh, I don't mean, like, street fresh. I mean, like... It's his wedding photo. Yeah, but it, it looks like he hasn't had his haircut in, like, four weeks. Yeah. You it's know? like he's like, oh, man, this COVID thing's going to go away soon. Yeah, <laughs> like, and he's probably in this picture thinking, like, she's never going to leave me for a country <laughs> singer. Married to Travis. We have two children. Also, worst picture ever. Yeah. Just completely, their faces are completely shadowed. Yeah, they would definitely yell at immigrants on Facebook. <laughs> yes, exactly. We're on photo book. Yeah, okay, here's Kip again with his red, oh, dude, the Rolling Stone shirt's making me fucking furious. Yeah. Sponsor, I said. I oh, really? You, you, and all the other 100 million people inspired <laughs> by the Rolling. Why do you think that's a fucking look to be the guy in a Rolling Stone shirt? That's yeah. so fucking incredibly douchey. No, 100. percent Yeah, everyone likes it. It's Dude, non- oh goddamn. I can't sucks. go home to what I have. I can't go home to being abused and not loved. I wrote a te- abused. Wait, what? <laughs> Wait. Oh, she just said I can't go home to being abused. But does she get abused? I, I don't know. I haven't seen it either. Oh, really? Well, I've watched like the beginning of the clips just to make sure they're in order. But like, you would think that would be the lead here. Yeah. <laughs> this lady's in love with a country star, but also <laughs> being abused. And so she filed for divorce. Like, it seems like the abuse thing is the thing that's of note. Next to Travis, I realize that we're both unhappy. He's made several threats of leaving over the past several weeks. I felt he should spend the time getting his things together. Okay, so Parker said this lady's hot, and compared to her husband, oh no, Sports Illustrated swimsuit model definitely could be uh, her dad for sure. Parker, you could bag this lady, no doubt. I don't think so. Uh, you have about eighty percent more hair than this man. <laughs> You're a hundred pounds slimmer. Whoa! You have a much better sense of style. Thanks. And I'm not even saying this because you're sitting here. I'm saying that, like, this lady's all yours if you shot your shot. And moving out. Just think about it. She's got two kids, though. Oh, no, no. <laughs> After I sent that text, Travis didn't take it very well. He threatened to take the kids and not give them back to me. And it's been rocky from the beginning. Full oh, of God. Emotional he, inver- he looks like lesbian Brock Lesnar. <laughs> <laughs> Brock Lesbianer. Verbal abuse that I've tried to deny and hide. So I file for a protection order to keep the kids and me safe. Okay, Having so there is domestic the interaction violence. I had with Kit Moore made me realize that 
love is supposed to be special, not full of hate. And what if all of his songs were about beating women? It's just like, where you think you're going, dress like that. Boom, boom, boom. She was asking for it. No doubt about it. Say you fell down the stairs. Boom, boom, boom. What do you need to talk to your mama about? I'm going to need to hear it on speakerphone. <laughs> I saw, I done saw you check out the cashier at Subway. Yeah. Why don't you love me? I'll kill myself. Yeah. <laughs> Why are you friends with on, damn it, hold on, let me start again. I fucked that one up. Why are you Facebook friends with your ex from high school? Do you still think about him while we fuck? I don't like him one fucking bit. Delete him. I'm going to tie you up to the back of a pickup truck. <laughs> that is a Drew Absher original. Yes. We're a good country band yeah, jamboree. We I should think. do a bluegrass band. But we can only <laughs> sing about domestic <laughs> violence. <laughs> Just w- the women-hating bluegrass band, <laughs> which are the roots of bluegrass music, I believe, is women hatred. Probably. Yeah, it's got to be. Yeah. I'll find out about it. Uh, no, we should start a bluegrass band. Yeah. If there's anyone out there that knows how to play a banjo or a stand-up yeah. bass, hit us up. We'd love yeah. to, we'd love to start a band. Or if you could blow hot air into a jug. Yeah, that'd way. be pretty cool, too. Yeah. You went to this concert. My husband. She's like, Dr. Phil, my husband beats me. He's like, we'll get to that, but I want to hear about this meet and greet <laughs> one more time. And was kind of just being mean to me and whatnot, and he made special attention just to kind of sing to me. and. So Kip pays special attention. Well, yes. I mean, my son Jordan's pretty talented. Yeah. Why don't you marry him? I mean, he's a real rock star, unlike this bitch Kip Moore. <laughs> so I How many people were at the concert? Millions. I was just no, no, <laughs> no, <Millions>. liar. <laughs> millions, hundreds of millions, Doctor. I'm talking. It looked like a Queen set at Live Aid. That's how many people. <laughs> but it was like that times a hundred. Yeah. How many yeah. people were at Live Aid that year? Probably. I don't know. Yeah. I'm gonna look that up because that picture always gets to me. Where it's like uh, Queen Live Aid crowd size. Yeah, because have you ever, you know what pictures, 72,000 people. Yeah, even dude. that wasn't even. You know what pictures I'm talking about? Like um, like that yeah, picture? Yeah, yeah, exactly. Dude, yeah, that's 72,000. Imagine playing music for 72,000 people. Yeah, I, I only can imagine doing comedy in front yeah. of me. No, yeah, I, I already <laughs> do, man. I was in the front row, and I was crying, and I, he made me feel special. How did he? Do you think you've done comedy in front of 72,000 people total? Um, no, no way. Yeah. I wonder what the number is. Because we've done shows. Probably like seven. (laughs) (laughs) But we've both done shows at like Punchline that are like, you know, 150. Yeah, even like 250. Yeah, I've done. I think the biggest crowd I've done was 250. Yeah. So you think you've done that probably three or four times. Yeah. That's up to a thousand. Yeah. You know, you might be. Definitely not. Not not close to 72. But yeah, it's no uh, Kip Moore concert. Yeah, no, not at all. (laughs) Just he was singing like, hey, pretty girl and just kept. Oh, wait, sorry. We we glazed over a lot. We need to talk about some more. And I he made me feel special. How did he make you feel special? Hold on. I'm going to go back even farther. Sorry. How many people were at the concert? Millions. Shut up. No, they weren't. I was just in the front row (laughs) and I was crying. She was in the front row. Weeping. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone's just enjoying the music. Yeah. They're like, are you okay? He, he's, he's all, hey, everybody, this next one's called. <laughs> 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 
Ma'am, please quiet down. <laughs> I love you so much. Uh, I, I love you too, but I'm got, I got to get to this next song. You haven't played one song yet. No, I know, but so I'm gonna emotional. get I'm gonna get to this next one here in a second. <laughs> Give me a second. I'll I'll come. I'll have, yeah. have my babies. Yeah. No, hold on. I gotta <laughs> I gotta play this next. <laughs> this next tune for the for the millions of people in this crowd. <laughs> he just tunes his guitar. Oh my God, it's beautiful. <laughs> he just put, he's all he takes off his hat for a second. You know how like <laughs> country people do that? Like they'll take off their hat and whip it into the crowd to yeah, start the yeah. show. Yeah, <laughs> he's all no. This next tune is called. Uh, I know your husband beats you. <laughs> the drummer just ting 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 ting. <laughs> and I, he made me feel special. How did he make you feel special? Just he was singing like "Hey, pretty girl," and just kept kind of coming over to my way, and you know, I was crying, and I was in the front row, so he were, was just you were down in the front row. Was this an outdoor? Yeah, and he's just goofy thing. dancing along on the stage and crouching down in front of me. That was a year ago. Yes. So he just performed. Performed. <laughs> yeah. And <laughs> like, walked towards. Uh, yeah, I know this lady's which, like clearly all fucked up, but like, yeah, nothing about this so far has yeah, been like okay. Like, it, it has not been reciprocated at all. You know, there's situations, like, I could see someone, like, getting asked to go backstage to, like, fuck this dude yeah, and then 100%. falling in love with him, but there's nothing about this. Then made a promise to myself that I was going to go see him again. And you did, right? I did. You, you got <laughs> meet and greet tickets through a radio station. I did. You, you, you mean, you'd seen him from the stage, mm -hmm. but this is the first time... Mm -hmm. You really had personal one-on-one -on -one contact yes. with him. How'd that go? I like the radio host, like <laughs> finding out that they gave this lady, they gave this dude a stalker accidentally. <laughs> They're like, "Hey, you're tuned into Buzz and the Fuzz. Call her 187. What do you want?" She's like, "Meet and greet tickets to meet Kip." All right, you got it. You're not gonna try to harass him for the rest of his life, are you? No, never. All right, well, we're hooking you up. Right, cool, because we just doxed him also. Yeah, we, Dogs, we posted dogs. his address <laughs> on the internet, internet, internet. <laughs> Weep, boop, boop, boop. <laughs> just dial up modem noises. Yeah. <laughs> internet. Uh, as soon as he walked out, it was just, his jaw just kind of dropped and he stood there and I stood there. I couldn't even move, honestly. And I had written him a note. Oh, boy. Should I do it? Yeah, Can do I make it. the joke? Uh, she couldn't move because it was at the country concert in Las Vegas, and she had a <laughs> she had a bullet in her low in her thirteenth vertebrae. She's like, she's like, I thought I was at Las Vegas because <laughs> when I saw Kip, it's like I died and went to heaven. <laughs> it's like I was shot in the back during a Saudi arms deal gone awry. <laughs> Oh, man, what's wrong with us? So, um, he took it and put it in his pocket, and then I asked him to sign me because I wanted him to, I wanted to get it tattooed, but he signed my back, and... Um, he also gave me an autograph. <laughs> <laughs> just spins bow tie. Yeah. He just, he's like, you want me to sign your back? He just signs it Malcolm X. <laughs> <laughs> he was just super sweet and hugged me and... Just the way he looked in my eyes, just I had never felt anything like that before. Did he recognize you? No, I don't think so, but I made a point to wear the red dress because he, I know he sings about red dresses and stuff, but as soon as I walked in. <laughs> <laughs> it's funny that, I don't know, I don't obviously don't know any of this man's music, but the way she yeah. just set it up as if he's got multiple songs about red dresses. <laughs> He's all, I just can't stop singing about red dresses. <laughs> yeah, I think it's just a one-off thing. Yeah. <laughs> 
walked up, he said, wow, I love that red dress. <laughs> he just, and he pointed that out. All right, let's get into this next clip. Husband calls wife delusional for, uh, for saying she's in love with the country star Kip Moore. Jenna is so delusional that she really believes there's more than just a good chance for her to sail off in the sunsets with this Kip Moore. Jenna bought a pizza for Kip Moore and put a love letter inside with her phone number and saying how much that she loves him. Wait, did he say a pizza? <laughs> yeah, pizza. And what? the number's just like, call me for the antidote. <laughs> I think that that's ridiculous. She spent our mortgage money on Kip Moore tickets. Jen <laughs> dude, oh my God. dude, this lady rules. <laughs> yeah. That's sent me a text message on the way home from the concert that said, sorry, Travis, I'm not in love with you anymore. <laughs> After the concert on the way home, she's dumping her husband on the way home from the concert. What the fuck, dude? Yeah, dude, best concert I ever seen. <laughs> yeah. I fell out of love with someone. <laughs> that is. <laughs> My grandma's like, I actually waited uh, three days to get into Woodstock. And this lady's like, really? I divorced my husband over a, a B minus country singer. Yeah, I robbed our children of a stable childhood. <laughs> yeah. I, my house was foreclosed upon because I wanted to suck a, off a dude wearing a Fender tank top. I'm 100% completely and totally in love with Kit Moore. That was when I learned that she wanted a divorce. I was very shocked. My initial thought was, is this real? I don't think she has a chance. Two days after... Dude, she's, she's sitting in her car with over-the-ear headphones. Yeah. What a bizarre Very, move. like, 90s over-the-ear headphones. Yeah, like, what the fuck's wrong with you? <laughs> just listen to it on the radio, you weirdo. <laughs> yeah, true. Whatever you're listening on, just connect it via Bluetooth. Jenna got back from the Kip Moore concert. She went to court and filed a civil protection order. She wanted to kick me out of my own house. I would never intentionally try to harm my wife. Uh, luckily for him, the bank is going to do that shortly. Yeah. <laughs> I love my wife. Well, Travis, um, what do you think about all this? Dr. Phil, honestly, I'm shocked. Yes, our marriage has had its up and downs, but... Is this an older episode? 2015. Oh, okay. Yeah, different background there. Our family and our marriage away over something like this, I think, is just... Absolutely ridiculous. She says that she's in love with, with Kip Moore. Yes. And, and you're you're in love with him, right? Yes. I mean, that's there's no doubt in your mind you're in love with him. No doubt. And you believe that you are meant to be with him. Correct. You're on his radar, and it's just a matter of you working out the logistics. I would hope. Do you think she's delusional? Yes. Dr. Phil, look, I don't, with, personally, her, right? I don't listen to country music. I only listen to lo-fi hip-hop yeah. beats to study to. Yeah. <laughs> uh, actually, Dr. Phil, I don't believe country music is technically art. I listen to only Ben Shapiro singing opera. <laughs> well. She says that you are abusive. What? What'd she say? I'll <laughs> fucking kill her. <laughs> Hold me back. Hold me back. I'm going to get her neck. <laughs> All right. Let's listen to this. Okay. Sir, I've never intentionally tried to harm my wife. Ever. 
I love my wife. We, I still do. Well, you keep throwing this modifier in there intentionally. Uh, so have you harmed your wife? Like, oops. Accidentally. Uh, how, how did that yes. happen? Uh, I ran her over with my car. <laughs> One time, I threw her out the upstairs window as a prank. It was a prank, and it went wrong. <laughs> I put We have hardwood floors upstairs, and so I put a ton of canola oil on there and, <laughs> and told her that her hair straightener had started a fire in the upstairs bedroom. Now, she comes sprinting down the hallway, and I'm talking full head of steam, Dr. Phil, and I forgot we had the AC off and the windows open, and you wouldn't believe it, but she went head first. <laughs> Out the window of our <laughs> second floor. She landed on the roof and broke a hole through it and landed in the garage. <laughs> the night of my brother's wedding. Um, oh, the night of his brother's wedding. <laughs> my brother's wedding. Right. Um, she was drunk trying to drive with my children. And I tried to stop her. We had been drinking. She had a long dress on. And I said women shouldn't be allowed to drive. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Get that shit. All right, so catch this, Dr. Phil. It's my brother's wedding night, right? And as children, we always tabletopped people, which is where one of you gets on all fours behind someone, and then someone comes and shoves them as hard as they can, and the person falls over, right? So my wife's shit-faced, right? Because she's been drinking a ton of Miller Lights, <laughs> listening to Kip Moore in the bathroom, masturbating. <laughs> so she comes out, and my brother goes... <laughs> He just tabletopped her. <laughs> Tripped on the gravel and fell and hurt herself. Yeah, you fell and broke a rib and punctured a lung. Two ribs, punctured my lung, hospitalized. I wasn't drunk. I was in the car with the kids because it was late. Because I read the police report. They disagreed. The police report said you were both drunk. He was belligerent. Came running to the car like a madman. I'll be daggone. <laughs> She's like, I wasn't drunk. He's like... The police report said you were trying to, in fact, drive drunk. And she's like, well, my husband was fucking mad about it. I don't get <laughs> what's his fucking problem. I'll let anybody drive my children drunk. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the crowd clapping for that. He, <laughs> he's all, I, I broke two of her ribs and punctured a lung, but it's only because she was trying to drive drunk with my kids. The crowd's like, yeah. <laughs> yes, I guess. Are we happy about it? I don't know. Um, all right. That's awesome, dude. They're like, yeah, good. She said um, all right. <laughs> I'm not going to read the title. This is one of Dr. Phil's uncensored clips. This is like, by the way, this clip came out like four months ago. Really? So the other clips we've watched have been from 2015, and this one's from four months ago. So, so dumb. says Kip Moore made her feel safer when he hugged her at the meet and greet than she has ever felt with you well and you had a dr phil i'll be honest with you i lied uh i did hit her one time in the head with the frying pan i think it scrambled their fucking brains <laughs> look there there was one time that i had to run towards me and i was standing in front of a cannon and then i moved out the way at the <laughs> yeah. last second then i fired her across town <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we used to do this thing. It's just a little prank that we used to pull in our town. We had a lot of canyons, and uh, sometimes I'd paint uh, what would look like <laughs> the rest of a road on the side of a on the side of a cliff. And she ran into that thing a couple times. It got her good. <laughs> and, and look, have I have I on on occasion put a rake down so <laughs> and run around a corner me so and, she steps on it and it hits her in the face? Yes, a few. Me and a couple of my buddies who work construction, we was trying to put a grand piano in the 50th story of an, <laughs> of an apartment building, 
And wouldn't you believe it, that thing fell all 50 stories and hit her around the head. I mean, her teeth are made out of piano keys now. <laughs> protective order served on you. Yes, sir. And this is them serving you with the protective order. You can see it. Holy shit, it's the car with Mary Me Kit Moore on yeah, the back. Yeah, that's great. In the picture. Yeah, that's so funny. That was used for uh, criminal, like, as criminal <laughs> yeah. evidence. Yeah. Right here. And, and I also see the Mary Me Kit Moore painted on the back of your window. So. It was the day after the concert. It was three days after the concert. And meanwhile, she was selling everything that I own in a garage sale. While <laughs> this lady fucking rocks, dude. This guy was like, you spent mortgage money on getting Kit Moore tickets? And she's like, baby, I love this man. He's like, all right, I guess I'll just, you know, work a couple extra hours at the plant to make yeah. up for it. And then, like, all of this unravels. That picture was being taken. Honestly, I believe that the protection order was just to prevent me from coming to the house so she could sell everything I own. Everything. I offered on my you back. multiple texts and multiple calls to come get all of your stuff. You refused. Because I wasn't giving up on my family. Are, are y'all jacking with me? <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm being serious. Is anyone jerking me off right now? I have a feeling in my testicles that someone is pulling my dick up and down <laughs> trying to make me come in my pants. <laughs> You're serving your husband with a restraining order. You've got Mary B. Kip Moore painted on the back of your window. It was literally. And you're selling his <laughs> sh in a yard <laughs> yeah. sale. Yeah. Jesse just said, y'all jane my McGraw right now. <laughs> <laughs> it's a picture. Okay, so by the way, the he said she's thing. selling everything he owns. I There's see like a toy fire yeah, truck. I, yeah. <laughs> I see a fucking nightstand and a giant fan. <laughs> it's like, don't you sell my fire yeah. truck, woman? It's like a it's like a propane can and like <laughs> what what looks like like a an ab roller. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what? Oh, he does have like fifteen fishing rods though. Okay, what? those are expensive. Meanwhile, he had been threatening. So leave. you get a restraining order, so he can't come to the. Okay. Also, I just realized this right now. What are they trying to solve by going on Doctor Phil? Yeah, true. I there don't. hasn't been like a moment of like, well, he wants to make the marriage work. It sounds like this is over. Yeah, hundred percent. Like this lady's clearly out of her fucking gourd, you know. House and then have a yard sale, so he has to sit across the street no. and watch you sell his fishing rods. No. Dr. Phil's like, I was on your side until I saw the fishing rods. <laughs> you cold-hearted bitch. <laughs> you don't it? touch a man's fishing yeah. rods. You ain't ever heard the expression, you teach a man, to, you give a man a fish, he eats for a day. You teach a man to fish, he eats for a lifetime. You sell a man's fishing rods, he punches you in the ribs <laughs> and breaks them and punctures a lung. Are you out of your goddamn mind? Get the protection With order Mary until... More painted on the back of your no. window. Dr. What? Phil's like, but I get it. Love makes you do crazy yeah. things. <laughs> <laughs> Are you 12? No. No. I'm being serious. Is someone grabbing my pecker right now <laughs> I'm, I'm and serious. stroking it while they're making eye contact with me with a handful of baby oil? Because that's what it feels like. <laughs> I, I'm serious, okay? Is someone grabbing my genitalia for the, uh, <laughs> for the purpose of... Physical and sexual stimulation. <laughs> yeah. It feels like yeah. it. I'm, I'm genuinely asking, is somebody masturbating me right now? Because it feels like I'm being masturbated. I didn't get the protection order 
until he wouldn't stop. By the way, husband hasn't cracked a smile at all. No. Throughout all of this. Coming. He would he was having the police babysit him and come four times a day and say, this is my house, I'm just here to get a I, I just imagine the police actually babysitting yeah. him. <laughs> He's like, just my like mom lets me have ice cream for dinner. <laughs> no, they, no, she does not. Yeah. Oh, that's so so he just needs to grow up and get real. What a good place to end yeah, the Yeah, I was just about to say. Yeah, what a fantastic. All right. Uh, I think we do get a resolution on this one because. Is this the last clip? This is the last one, yeah, but we're we're at 5.04 right now, so we've hit time. Right. Kip Moore responds to fans' claims of being in love with the country star. It's only a minute 19, but we do get to hear from Kip. Nice. Oh, As really? I said, we yep. reached out uh, to Kip Moore and asked him about this whole situation. It just says, I'm not literate. I don't know how to write. <laughs> it's just ginormous. <laughs> No, see, I don't hear. Let's listen to what Kip has to say, and then I'll say Here's something. Here's what he had to say. I meet hundreds of fans a day. and all He's like, he's exaggerating, <laughs> too. <laughs> <laughs> he's like, of the millions of people who come to individual concerts of mine, I talk to literally hundreds of thousands of them. He's just like, look, Dr. Phil, thanks for having me get a word in. I know that literally trillions of people <laughs> yeah. tune in. <laughs> yes, I have the largest fan base in the world. <laughs> Beyonce is my opener. <laughs> Always try and make myself really accessible to my fans. Wait, hold on. What the fuck did Dr. Phil just say right there? What word did he say? How do you say that word right there, Parker? Accessible. Make myself really accessible to my Accessible? Accessible. Yeah. I don't know. He's a doctor. He's <laughs> a learned doctor, and he says accessible. My fans. I've received a lot of letters throughout the years from fans thinking there was some sort of connection in a meet and greet because I smiled at them or because I made eye contact with them from the stage. The longer I tour, the more familiar faces like Jenna's I recognize out in the crowd every night. I appreciate her passion for my music. I wish her nothing but the best in life. See, that, this is where if that guy had any sense of humor about him, <laughs> he would go, I love her. I, <laughs> I want to be with her. <laughs> Give her a fake like Google number yeah. and just keep stringing her along. <laughs> Have some fucking fun with it, would you, Kip? <laughs> Doctor yeah. Phil's like, look, we got a crazy lady who says she's in love with you. Now we know. And he's like, oh, yeah, I'll, I'll write a written response. He's like, <laughs> I loved Jenna from the moment I saw her in that red dress. Both yeah. of those times. <laughs> that or yeah, he could just be like, uh, be like, we need to get married, but first you need to take hostages at <laughs> Bank of America on Thirty First and Capitol. Tell her, <laughs> tell her that I'm building a compound in Waco, Texas, that I would love for her to come stay at. <laughs> I've purchased a city in Guatemala that I'm excited for her to come live in. It's called Kip Town. <laughs> What's your response? I mean, I'm not dumb. I didn't. I feel like I've her story's changed since when we got on here. Remember when she was by herself to now? I feel like it's totally different. I'm not dumb. I don't think that I'm ever going to. I just, that was the whole point of the original thing was that he was my wake-up call, and I was thankful for that. Well, I give people wake-up calls every day, and they don't tattoo. No, me. you don't. Shut <laughs> up. You've never given anyone a fucking wake-up call. Everybody's exaggerating. Everybody, so. dude. <laughs> He's all, and look, the entire country tunes in daily, and I'm not making that up. The entire country. I mean, th 
I'm, I'm working with the federal government right now to give everyone a siesta <laughs> so that they can watch my show daily. <laughs> my name on their back. But it's a memory. It's right below my what? daughter's name. It's something so. I'll never forget. Yeah, so that's the, uh, that's the only conclusion we really yeah. get, unless I missed a clip, but I don't think I did. No. No, I did not. Um, yeah, it's weird. I feel like his message should have been a little more like, I don't like you, in a way. Yeah, I mean, that's probably a delicate balance, because, like, how do you, like, tell someone, like, get the fuck out of my life, you know? Like, right. Or, like, you got it, like... Even like not. I'm not to, trying to be mean. But. Not to seriously reference it. I'm really not trying to like make it a valid point. But like even in Stan, when Eminem yeah. replies, it's like, "Hey man, thanks for being such a big fan, but don't kill your wife or yeah, whatever." You know, like totally. I'm sure that like we've obviously never achieved that level of fame where like we're disconnected from our fans. Like people who reach out to us, we like like generally like kind of establish some kind of relationship. With. Yeah. But like if we had fans that we just like never talk to mm-hmm. it would be weird if one of them was like i left my wife or i left my husband to come date you and we would have to be like uh like don't do that but yeah, thanks for exactly. listening to the podcast like <laughs> i can i can understand why kip didn't want to be like you're not my type that mm-hmm. would be funny if you just said that <laughs> He's all, you got kids god no i'm gonna <laughs> it's just like dear butterface <laughs> like, i appreciate your <laughs> dear trashy recovering addict <laughs> uh yeah he's just like don't you see my shirt i'm a rolling stone and then hits a, a lick on the guitar <laughs> um yeah one of the weirder episodes i think because they never never even mentioned the fact this lady might be out of her goddamn mind yeah 100 <laughs> yeah it's kind of weird because um I don't know. Like, even though I think she's crazy, I I still think, or, you know, very mentally Ill is that I think her husband still probably is abusive. He looks like a cop, so maybe I'm biased. But Yeah, no, he definitely has the look of abusive husband. I just feel like if that was the real thing, this whole episode wouldn't have been centered around the country star. Yeah. Like, Dr. Phil said he read the police report, mm-hmm. and it, he kind of made it sound like, eh, I don't really buy the he beat you story. Mm-hmm. But Dr. Phil's notoriously a woman, uh, you know, a domestic violence supporter. Yeah. No, I don't know if I'm allowed to say that. I'm joking, CBS people. Oh, by the way, uh, if you're an intern at CBS watching this, sorry about Sumner Redstone. That's a bummer that he died. About what? Sumner Redstone died? No idea. He was the head of Viacom and CBS. Oh, really? Yeah, 97 years old. Wow. Pretty crazy. Anyway, all right, Parker, hit him with, uh, you got plugs or anything? Yeah, um, follow me on Twitter and Instagram at Phil My... At, help, God damn, just <laughs> no, me. No, just follow Parker on Instagram <laughs> at Phil My Heart Pod. He has no, no personal accounts. Both of us at Phil My Heart Pod. Um, also, follow me at Parker the Newman. Um, yeah, let's see, no shows coming up. But you don't have anything p- booked? No. <laughs> I've got something coming up booked. Uh, supposedly on the 17th. Oh, what's that? I'm joking. It, I was booked on the 17th, oh, but there's no fucking way it's happening. I might get jury duty. On oh, the tight, 17th. dude. We'll go go commit a murder and hope that Parker is one of your jurors. <laughs> um, all right, follow me on Twitter at Drew Absher, on Instagram at Drew Absher is dumb. On Facebook, you can add me, Drew Absher. I think I'm just going to start posting uh, really angry political stuff. 
Huh? Yeah, me too. I, I've been getting into it. Yeah, no, I've getting been more like, passionate. I know, me too. But it's becoming a, a nuisance on my life. I was joking. I think I'm just going to delete the app. Oh, that's um, social media for the podcast, for my heart pod, all that good stuff. Uh, t-shirts have been ordered. There's no more fucking pre-order unless, and I was going to talk to Parker about this, but I said, fuck it, I'm going to do it anyway. Um, if you're a patron on Patreon, uh, you get the pre-order price throughout. So if you subscribe to the Patreon, oh, $5 a month, you pay 20 Anyone who's not a subscriber, 25 um, That's nice. I like that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Fucking yeah. wet the beaks a little bit, you know? Yeah. Also, just feel free to message us about whatever, you know? We don't mind. We also, I wanted to talk. To <laughs> just message Parker about whatever. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm busy. <laughs> 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 I don't want just fucking random messages of people going, hey, check this out, you know? Really? I like I mean, it. I don't mind them to the show account. Yeah. I just don't <laughs> Just send them to the no. show email and Personally, such. just be like you up at 3.30 <laughs> yes. to me. Dude. Yeah, yeah. Parker is up at 3.30 a.m. Um, that, yeah. Oh, also, uh, Sports Ball, my trivia show, Tuesdays on Stab's uh, social media, 6 p.m. Uh, this week, I got former guest of the pod, Josh Means, um, our friend Buddy Dean, and Jack Brown as guest. Sports yeah. trivia show, good time. Um, uh, all right. Oh, also follow Stab at uh, Stab Comedy Theater. Of course. Instagram. Everyone knows yeah, that. Yeah, and John Ross. John Ross is in the building. Yeah, follow him. Follow John Ross at... Kip Moore on Twitter. John Ross. I'm looking it up right now. Yeah, his name is uh, <laughs> John Morris Ross Ivy. Yeah, it's because John is constantly hung over and needs to be <laughs> replenished through uh, whatever IV stands for. All right, we'll talk to you guys next week. Bye-bye. Ha <laughs> ha